0: Hey there, streakers. Hopefully you're having a great Saturday. Mine's been eventful. A lot of different things have been going on. If you saw my post this morning in the streaking app, you saw that we ran across a hot air balloon festival along with oh, a whole bunch of really kind of farmer's market along with different crafts, homemade crafts and so forth. It was really kind of fun. We And the only reason we found it is because we were out on our streak and the great convergence happened. All of those things happened all at once. On my mind of late, and by the way, this is Jeff Downs, and welcome to The Streaking Show. Glad to have you. I have been thinking about extreme optimism versus extreme fatalism. Which one is more dangerous in your book? As you think about optimism or extreme optimism, or let's go with insane optimism, or insane or extreme fatalism, which one would you say is more dangerous? Think about that for a minute. And as you think about it, put to the test some of the times that you've seen in your life people who are extremely optimistic and others who are extremely fatalistic. As you look at both of those, I would suggest to you this, that both are equally as dangerous. That if you go to the side of extreme optimism, often you'll make choices and decisions based on a future reality that may never come to pass if you are extreme fatalistic guess what same thing you may make decisions based on a future that may never come to pass so both are something that you look at in the future and you're deciding how you're going to react to something that hasn't ever happened happened now some of you may say well jeff you know to be optimistic is much better than to be pessimistic or fatalistic actually optimistic pessimistic fatalistic, all of those things need to have balance. There's many times where a little bit of pessimism can help you to make a good decision. In other words, to, for example, stay employed when you are having a difficult time or you're you're looking at it and saying, you know what, if I follow this other path, it will be so much better on the optimist side. I'm saying that You know, as you consider hanging out with someone that's pessimistic or optimistic, a lot of times I look at it and it's so much more fun to hang out with someone that's pessimistic. Excuse me, other way around, optimistic. (laughs) I don't know why pessimistic came out of my mouth, but it did. However, if there's someone who's optimistic that really doesn't put the work, energy, and effort behind it, then are they fun to hang out with? They may be optimistic, but it's something that's really not going to come to fruition because the work energy and effort necessary for whatever that optimistic future may be is not really there so what do you do what is the what is the 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 course that you should follow you've probably heard the person that looks at the glass with water with a half a with half a water in it and you've probably heard the old saying that says the pessimist looks at the glass of water, the half glass of water is half empty. The optimist looks at it as half full. I would suggest to you this. It's that there's water in the glass. It's not that it's half full or half empty. There's water in the glass. Now, some of you may say you want to drain that water because you're trying to accomplish something else. And others may say, no, I want to get more water in the glass. The key here is to be realistic. To look at it and say to yourself, Because there's water in the glass, what is it that I want to do? What is is the future that I want to accomplish? As you start to consider that, then you can make good decisions because you're going to work on both sides of optimism and pessimism or fatalism. All of those things working together can really help you achieve what you want to. Quick story. Race to the South Pole. This is something that was highlighted in a couple of different books, but the Race to the South Pole, as you look at it, it's one of Jim Collins' books, Um, and I forget that the title just absolutely went right out of my brain, but it's Race to the South Pole, and you may have heard or read his book, but basically you have two different people that were racing to the South Pole. One of them was extremely optimistic. The other was pessimistic. In other words, and I may be stretching the word just a little bit as far as pessimism is concerned, but the one who was pessimistic looked at it and said, there are so many things that go that can go wrong. I'm going to prepare for every single one of them. And so what they did is, what this person did is looked at every single step of the journey, and then made preparations for if the worst happened. The optimist, on the other hand, looked at it and said, we're going to make it, and all we need is, and they listed out their equipment. Both of them started on their race to the South Pole. Which one won? And you may tell by my tone which one won as far as their race to the South Pole. It was actually the person that you might consider the pessimist. Because he had prepared for every eventuality. And there was one other thing that he did. And it's referred to in Colin's book as the 20-mile march. You see, one of the things that the pessimist did is he looked at it and said, no matter what, we've got to go 20 miles every single day. Whether it be great weather and fantastic or poor weather and just awful, we're going to go 20 miles every single day. So there were some days where it was beautiful weather. They went 20 miles in no time at all. The group thought, you know what, we're energetic. Why don't we just keep going? But nope, they stopped right at 20 miles. Next day may have been just awful weather and took them forever to make the 20 miles. But they did the 20-mile march. Through this consistency, they were the ones, not only did they make it to the South Pole, First, by several days, they also, the other group, not only they made it, but no one made it home. In other words, all of them died on the way back home, whereas the pessimist didn't lose anyone. As you go about in life looking at optimism, pessimism, be a realist. There's water in the glass. Weigh both sides of any option and consider the absolute worst that can happen. And then most importantly and significantly overall is be consistent. When you're consistent, when you do the 20-mile march, you're going to get there. In streaking, that's what it's all about is your consistency. You're considering the consistency of what you do in life, your actions, your activities, and saying to yourself, I'm going to go forward with these no matter what. It's why the first law of streaking is make it laughably simple so that no matter what, You do that streak every single day. And then, just like I talked about as I started everything off, there may be one day when you're out, you're walking, and you run across a hot air balloon festival, and you think, you know what? Had I not been doing this consistent thing, I wouldn't have happened on this fantastic event. Well, streakers, have a fantastic, wonderful Saturday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, if you want to learn a little bit more about streaking, download the streaking app at Google Play or the Apple App Store. You can also buy the book at Amazon or anywhere books are sold. You also can download it via Audible, and it is an ebook. if you wouldn't mind doing us one favor. Just one of these. There's several, but just one. Either rate the book, rate the Audible, or rate this podcast, or one other thing, download and review the app. Any one of those things really appreciate it subscribe to this podcast and that would be fantastic until we talk tomorrow